turn your Bibles to the book of Isaiah. We got three other books to go, two other books to go to, but we're going to start there right now at the book of Isaiah. Amen. Uh, doing our Bible class up on tonight. Amen. Amen. We're going to talk about tonight God's prescription to deliverance. God's prescription to deliverance. Amen. Amen. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 53, and remember the title, you can write it down if you want to, God's prescription to deliverance. Sometimes it, you don't think about what the title says and then the scripture, sometimes they may say, well, what's, what's this scripture got to do with this? If you have to follow it through, amen, have to follow, amen, it's like you're sitting in class, you're in the class, you got to follow all the instructions, you got to follow everything from the beginning to the end, and if you miss what has actually been said, amen. <clears throat> God's prescription to deliverance, that's the title again. It says in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5, it says, But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Amen. We're just going to stop right there for a minute. Amen. We want to go back to the, amen, the, the title of the message, God's Prescriptions to Deliverance. Amen. We know what a prescription is. A prescription is, you know, we in the natural, you know, is the medicine they give you, amen, to take for whatever the ailment you have. Uh, but we're talking about God's uh Prescription. His prescription is instruction, his word, and his treatment. And it's, it's a method that God gives. God's prescription is not the same prescription as the world has. Amen. His prescription is his word. Everything that you want from God is going to come through his word. Can I get anybody to say amen? So God's prescription is his instructions, his words is instructions, and uh, his treatment. The word is instructions, it's treatment, and it's a method. That's the method that God uses in his word. You can get all that and sum it all up to the word of deliverance. It's all in God's word. Amen. And say he said he said that he was he was wounded for our transgressions. Our transgressions is sin. Amen. Sin sin something that is against God's command or laws. The transgression. When we transgress against the laws of God, that means we're doing things outside of, over, outside that God does not want us to do a say. That means you're going against God's laws. Trans, that's what transgressions mean. You say, but he was wounded for our transgressions, and he was bruised for our iniquities. Iniquities is uh, it's sin also. Wickedness or sin, immoral or, gro or grossly behavior, sins, amen. And the chastisement of our peace, amen, was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed, amen, amen. God took all this punishment, amen, took all upon the cross, amen, so we can have life in heaven more abundantly. So we don't have to, amen, amen. Um, 
be in transgressions and sins and we can have peace. He did all this so we can have peace. That's why he gave us peace that passes all understanding. When the devil, the devil would come to try to take your peace and he'd come try to take my peace. He's a peace stealer. Amen. Amen. And, and we have to uh, really, really catch things before they go too far and, and, and go to the Lord. When you feel your peace is being bothered, amen, because he, he was wounded for our transgressions, for our sins. He was bruised for our iniquities, sin, and the chastisement of peace, amen. All that, they beat him, all the things they did, he took it upon his body that we will be, have deliverance, that we don't have to go through. But we can still go through all of this if we don't realize that he took all this for us. Amen. And we don't realize that we don't have to put up with things. Sometimes we just don't realize we put up with a lot of stuff that we really don't have to put up with. And it starts right here in the mind. The devil will bring us into captivity and a bondage in your mind. If he can bring your mind in bondage, your whole body's going to go in bondage. Because you're going to say, I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm limited. I'm up again. My back is against the wall. I'm bound here. I'm bound. This all starts in the mind. But I'm so glad that there's hope outside of these natural things that go on. The Bible says that we have hope only in this life. We are most men, all most men, miserable. But there's a hope. Even when they say there's no cure for this, there's no cure for that, there's no help for this, no help from that. With God, all things are possible. He said with men, nothing's, nothing is possible. But with God, all things are possible. Amen. So he was a, God's prescription to deliverance. Amen. There's instructions you have to follow to be delivered. When you first get saved. Well, I used to think when you get saved, everything was everything was just right about about us. No, no, no. You'll find out things in your life that you need still need to be delivered. That doesn't mean that you're not saved, but you you will see as you when you first get saved, you'll keep seeing things. You'll pop things will pop up. You think, well, since I'm saved, I didn't think I have no problem with this. You'll see areas where you need to be delivered, and the same God that saved you will deliver you. Amen. How many know when God delivers you, you have to keep your deliverance? How many know if you don't keep keep the doing keep taking the same prescription that He gave you that you did when you first got saved? Say, Amen. You can lose your deliverance. You can lose it. Amen. And it says, Amen. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. He took all that punishment on the cross that we don't have to take it. But we will. We do take it. If we don't know what God's word say, we don't understand what his word say, and we put up with the devil, we put up with things, situations, and things. You know, some things, whatever is going on in our lives, amen, this, this look like trying to subdue us. We got to keep coming against that in the name of Jesus and say, I, I'm not, I'm, I don't receive this. And you, you, you have to, sometimes you forget and the devil come and try to make you think, yeah, you're going to deal with this anyway. You, you got to keep reminding yourself, I'm, I, I take authority over your mouth, you got to rebuke it. But you can't, the devil, I mean, no, he is not, I think sister was pre preaching Sunday. The devil's not going to go anywhere if he knows you don't know really what you're talking about. And if he knows you ain't really got the life that you're that you trying to get him to go, he's going nowhere. 
He told them in the Bible, they said, he, they said we cast, that we do this like Paul do, that we cast out devil, we do, we do this like, uh, like, uh, that, like uh, come out, in other words, like the, the other disciple did. We do that like that. He said, Paul, I know. Peter, I know. I know who they are. Reason he said he didn't say he knew them by name. It wasn't that he knew them by name. He knew that they had. They knew what they. They knew the authority they had. He said, "Paul, I know. Peter, I know." He said, "But who are you? I don't recognize you. Because when you when you're not like doing what he wants you to do, and not it is uh, he don't have your uh, you don't have his goods, and he's he ain't got his hands upon your life." You're going to be different than him because he's going to recognize you right away. He said, I don't, I don't know who you are. And he tore them asunder. But when he recognized you know who you are and whose you are, then he will back up. He will back up. Amen. Amen. And so, uh, God's prescription to deliverance. Amen. Like I said, you can be, be saved, come and be baptized in Jesus' name and speaking tongues or whatever, all, all that, and still have stuff that you need deliverance in. Still have to be delivered. And you have to know, you can't, uh, you know, act like you don't need, you don't need no help. Because whatever that's got you bound, going to stay up on you. You got to say, Lord, you know you, you know, you can't let the devil tell you not saved either, but you got to say, Lord, this is an area where I need help. And I need help. And you got to keep praying until you get that help. And even to the point you have to turn your plate down fast or whatever God tell you to do to get that help. Amen. Deliverance sometimes is a process. It don't come right away all the time. It depends on what, where, you, where you're at in your soul. Amen. Amen. Only God knows. But God's, God has deliverance for us all. Amen. And in the book of John, St. John. We know that deliverance is a breakthrough. Amen. That means a breakthrough. You you set free. Deliverance means you set you set free from whatever it is. You you're not bound in that area no more. You're free. Amen. Saint John's chapter fifteen and verse seven. It says, "If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will." And it shall be done unto you. Amen. The Lord is saying. Now these are steps to, to deliverance. Amen. God's prescription to deliverance. He said you also. If you want to be delivered. And you want that deliverance flowing in your life. You have to abide in me. And my words have to abide in you. Why did he say you have to abide in me? That means abide means to stay in me. Continue in me. Be persevering in me. It's abide in me. And my words about you. Why do the word have to bind you? Because you have to know what the word says. You don't. You can't be helped if you don't. You can hear somebody say it. You can hear me preach it. You hear me teach it. Somebody else teach it. But you got to read the word for yourself to know some things for yourself too. And you you have to know that God said, if I do this, then He'll do that. You abide in me. And my words abide in you. You can ask. God said, you can ask whatever you will. Because he knows that if you ask him something, if you already in the word, you're going to ask something according to his will. 
You're not going to ask something that's not according to his will. You're going to ask something that's according, according to his will. So that's why he said if you ask, you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will because he knows you're going to be connected up the right way so you can ask what you will. And it shall be done. Amen. Amen. Abide in me. Abide means to, amen, to remain stable. And abide, reason I say to remain stable, it says remain stable because you can be in God one day and out of God the next day. So abide means to stay in God. Abide don't mean that you don't make mistakes. We all make mistakes. We all have shortcomings. But abide means that, you know, I, I may made a mistake. I may not have crossed that T right. I may not have that already. But I got right back in the ball game. I got back in. I didn't stay out. It's, I'm still a bad because we're, we're no, nobody's perfect. We all come short of the glory of God. I do. We all come short of the glory of God. But you have to have that kind of heart and mind. It, it, even though it's like I've come short of the glory, glory of God, I'm quick to repent. I'm quick to say, Lord, I, I, unless I, don't, I didn't, didn't recognize that I made a mistake, Lord, forgive me. You have to wait till you get on you get on your knees and go home. Say, forgive me right there. You might be out of in your heart. Lord, forgive me. I didn't mean to, to say that. I didn't mean to do that. Forgive me. That means you. What does that mean? That means you have you're learning how to stay in Him. You know. You know. Maybe back in the days they might have told people if if you just turned your head wrong, you wouldn't save no more. That's not true. You know, they might have told some people, you know, might have told, you know, might have understood like that. Or oh, if I breathe the wrong way, have I, you know, but no, you, you still ask God to forgive you. Uh huh. But, you know, God don't want us to be meditating things like I'm going to do this because God, I know he's going to forgive me. Pre-meditating sin, practicing sin. Amen. So, so as you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Amen. In the book of 3 John, that's the last scripture, 3 John. It's right there by Revelation. 3 John in the first chapter and the second verse. It says, Beloved, when God calls us beloved, he's actually saying, you are much loved by me. Amen. God is saying, you are much loved by me. When he calls you beloved, he's saying, you are much loved. I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prosper. Health is wealth. Health is health. Wealth, I mean, health is health and health is wealth in any kind of way. That's going to do you well. That's going to make you be doing good. That's what God wished for you and me. Somebody said, well, why is it not happening? That's what you got to find out. If you, say, if you say, well, it's not happening. My life is just rough and everything is just, just never good. You got to find out why is it like that. Because right here, God said above all things. That when he said, I wish, that means he's saying, I desire the Lord even, it's another scripture, he said, I know the thoughts, and I know the plans that I think for you, of you. God is saying, I know the way I think about you. God thinks good thoughts about us. He doesn't think bad thoughts about us. We think bad thoughts about people. People think, think bad things about us. We think bad thoughts even about ourselves. Don't you know if you don't watch it, you can be this hard on yourself. You can just think, you can just not really be aware of this, this think down on yourself all the time. And that's that's the area that that you need to be delivered in, because that you you think it's other people and it's really you. Then the devil pull you down. 
But God said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. And he said, but he said when he said beloved, he calling you much love. I love you so very much. I don't, I don't want you. you. Don't you know God don't, I mean, I'm not saying these things doesn't happen to us. They don't touch our lives because they touch all our lives. God, but God, he's letting you know, he's not telling you, uh, this is not going to touch your life, but he's letting you know, you have to understand what God is saying. He's saying, I wish, I don't wish that, I don't wish you harm. Everybody get that? God saying, I, I wish you well. I want you to be well. I want you to prosper, be in health, as your soul to prosper. I want you to be, in other words, I just use a few examples. God said, I, God said, I want you to be in good health. God wants you. He wants you to be able to take care of your bills. He wants you to be able to have extra money. God wants to. He wants you to have whatever you desire to have. That's His will. Is it, if it's happening, not happening, then we need to continue to seek God and, and find out how to make it happen. Because you'll be a much happier person. Amen. The Lord knows when you uh, when you're not feeling good, when your body's not feeling good, when you you stress out and everything. We don't go to God. We just carry that stuff on us. Twenty four, twenty four. We just carry it on us. We don't we don't open our mouth. And sometimes we don't open our mouth to talk to God because we are not in that communication and relationship with Him like we need to. We say we are, but we're not. Because anybody that you're familiar with, you 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 familiar with, you gonna talk to them uh, uh, a little bit more. You're going to talk to them about more, almost everything. Somebody you feel like you can trust, you're going to talk to them about more, almost everything. You feel like they, they have my best interest in heart. I'm going to talk to them. But when you don't talk to the Lord, a lot of times we don't talk to the Lord because we feel like, I, I, you know you ain't doing this over here. You know you ain't doing that over there. You know you ain't prayed all week. You know, So you don't ask the Lord for nothing. So you go around and take care of all your burdens. And, you know, that's why, you know, I was uh, saying to someone, I don't like to, uh, as I, I, I'm learning, as, as I get older, you can't really afford to take a lot of pressure upon you. Either pressure and stress will take you out of this world. The stresses of other people and your own stresses, you, you have end up having uh, uh, some kind of heart problems or uh, a blood pressure problem. It'll mess your health up. Because we was not designed to, designed to carry heavy loads. The Lord, that's why the Lord said, come unto me all that are laboring and heavy laden. Because he knows that stuff will I kill you, take you out of here. Amen. And so, you know, it's like I've, I'm, I have learned and yet learning to cast my cares upon the Lord. Sometimes you might not even know that you're carrying something until you, you know, you get you get to thinking of these feelings like this is feel heavy or this is I feel the, the down or depressed or discouraged or something. Then you want to get that off of you as fast as you can. And say, Lord, you know, I bring this to you, Lord. I don't want to be burdened. That's why it's not good to go listen to a whole lot of people burdened and know all what they're doing and what they're not doing. Because when you get by yourself, you think you ain't think going to think about that. You're going to think about their burdens, your burdens, and everybody else's burden. And they might be somewhere asleep as they unload on you. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, amen. God's prescription to deliverance. Amen. Uh, God has his way. He has his own way to bring deliverance to us. And we have to uh, do it the way 
he asked us to do it. He said, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper, be in health as your soul prosper. We have to ask the Lord, 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 show me how to get that done. Don't you know, just like if you're in school, if they, you, know, you read something and then you have to figure out, you got to keep studying until you get the lesson to understand how, the, how it's get, get, got done, how you come up with the answers. You know, school is not easy. We're in God's school. It's not easy. It's like it being in, in, the, in a regular school. They, they, don't, they don't hand you all the, the answers. They don't give you the answers. You got to, they give you the subject. They give you everything to study. And you got to take some time to study and everything. So when that test, whatever comes around, you'll be able to pass that test. If, you, if you're not studying the word, the studying, the reading, or whatever they're giving you in school, you're not going to be able to pass that test. So you have to study when it's like uh, coming to church and listening to uh, Sunday school, listen to Bible class, uh, listen to the preaching of the word, what all that. That's helping us to learn more and more about God. That's learning some, that's helping you to learn some things about God so you'll be able to continue to walk with the Lord. I mean, no, you got to be able to, 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 uh, to know something about a person to keep on following them. You got to keep on, because the more you follow them, the light is going to get brighter and brighter. You're going to get wiser and wiser. That's why the devil likes to fight people. They don't feel like going to church. I think all of us sometimes feel like, oh, we're sleepy, we're tired. I know, you know, you all work, and I work too. I work in my home. I keep my grandbaby. So it's like all day you you work, and then you got to come. You come to church and stuff. Your bodies don't feel like it. Sometimes most of you all come from far away. You don't feel like it and everything. But some on the inside know, like, I, need, I know I need to hear something to help me to keep walking this walk. And that's a good thing when you look at it like that because you know whatever I get, it's going to help me. I need to hear. The Bible said faith come by hearing. Hearing come by the word of God. It's like I need to hear something that's going to help me to keep walking with the Lord. Even myself, I listen to different things. Sometimes I listen to the broadcast. Sometimes I listen to other things. I'm, whatever I'm drawn to, to listen to because you got to feed your spirit. You just can't just go, up, go on and go on and day in and day out and, and get up and do all the natural things and never put no word in your... And a, lot of, a lot of us, we probably don't have a whole lot of time to just actually sit down and unless we just... Uh, off or do it after we get off of work or do it before we go to work or either you know some some little uh, space time just to sit and just do a whole lot of reading like we want to i mean we should do it sometime much as we can but even if you can't get it one way you ought to get it another way if you feel like i can't just pick up the bible and just read it right now you ought to be uh, pick up i know myself um but i'm you know everybody uh Got their own time when they pick the, the that's best for them, but I, 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 there's nobody there, especially uh, if, if on the weekend my grandbaby he's not there on the weekend or nothing like that or uh, even after just say after he's gone or before he gets there because I do my stuff kind of early if I'm gonna do it because I know I'm gonna be sleep later on <laughs> in the evening, but it's like I turn on things to listen to as I'm doing stuff doing things in the house. That's I can't tell nobody else to do that. That works for me. I don't have um, nobody disturbing me, you know, um, and, and everything. So I, I, I mean, I, I like to get things when my mind is clear. You can't hardly get stuff when your mind's all cluttered and stuff. It's not going to go in. 
So we we need to feed our spirit, listen to something that's going to, even with we somebody said, Well, I listen to the word when I come to church. You need to listen to some things. God might have some personal things he wants to speak to you and give you in your in your private time. Amen. Amen. It's a blessing when God bring put ideas in our mind and it's like, oh, I never thought about that. Where did that thought come from? That's a good thought. Uh, that, I, I'm I'm glad that God but we don't never give him that space or never uh, you know, sometimes you have to on purpose, on purpose, put put on something that's for your spirit, not all this stuff, this loud bebop stuff, and or, or just ask God what to listen to, uh, listen to uh, false uh, people and preaching and teaching and wrong doctrine, bad, found the wrong, this, this listening to anything, ask God what you need to listen to, because don't you know whatever goes in your ears is going down in your spirit? Whatever you hear in your ears, even if somebody's telling you something and it's in air, this stuff is taking root down in your spirit. So you got to watch what your ear gates hear. You got to watch what your eyes see. Because it it's like a, uh, the devil dropped that right down and take root in your soul. And it will manifest too. You be in another lane and don't even know how you got there. Amen. Amen. So it says, abide in me and my words, abide in you, and you ask what you will. Remember, people like to look at the last part. God said, if I uh, ask what I will, he should, he would do it for me. Whether not, if you don't abide in the Lord. Abide means to not be in him today. I'm out of him tomorrow. I'm back in him today. He's like consistent being me. In other words, and I'm going to consistent be in you. And, I, and whatever you ask, I would do it. And he didn't tell you when he would do it. He didn't say how he would do it. But as long as you need to know that he said he would do it. Because you don't need to know how and when. Because you, uh, you will be not in peace till it happen. Some things are just good not to know. Just trust God. He has the best answers for you. He has your best interest in heart. Just trust him. And you never go wrong. He'll never leave you astray. You don't, we don't walk in front of God. I learned that a long time ago. I, you know, I, I didn't know. Sometimes when you get saved, you don't know some things you learn. But I've learned this. If God spoke something to you, you might not understand. Sometimes God have said, God have said some things to me that I have not. I've seen some things manifest and some things I have not seen manifest. And I have not a clue how he would do it. But there's some things I do know about God. And there's some things I don't know about him. But what I do know that if God spoke something to you, he's not a man that he should lie. And I also know that because you don't see anything and you don't hear anything, I know some things about him to know that you cannot see something one minute and the next minute there be right here. Now, everybody can't, don't know God like that. It depends on how you know God. So I might not know when or how, but I know that, amen, that's what keep you in the ballgame. That's what keep you encouraged because if you look at your circumstance, and I look at my circumstance, whatever it might be, you look way down the road. So I read the Lord say, take one day at a time. Don't look way down the road. You be looking, looking like, I don't see how in the world. I don't see how nothing can happen from this. I don't see nothing. God didn't tell you to look and see. 
Because you walk by faith and not by sight. Because, like I said, it could be nothing right there. And then the next few minutes, there's something right there. Amen? So, uh, that's just the way God is. Because he's God. He can work. He works just like that. So, his, his ways, amen, God's prescription. These are God's prescription. God wants us to prosper. To prosper means to succeed. Prosper means to grow strong and healthy and be successful to achieve. Prosper means you have uh, you have gotten a breakthrough in, in life. You moved on. You moved on in your soul. You moved on even in that. The Lord said, above all things, I wish you prosper, be in hell as your soul prosper. As your soul prosper, God promised prosperity in your physical life too. He don't. He he. This is not talking about. I'm just gonna prosper you and your soul. But that's where it starts at. He said, "Above all things, I wish that you prosper, be in health, even as your soul prosper." So that means your soul have to prosper first for the other stuff to prosper. You can't put the the cart before the horse, so to speak. You, your soul have to be. I have never seen nobody's soul prospering, and God didn't. You didn't see other stuff coming in their life. It was other stuff coming right behind it too, because he's not a man that he should lie. And he said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And he said, I will add the other things to you. reason God tells us to do that because that's what keeps us uh, with uh, the floor mat of, 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 of having steadiness. Uh, that builds the, the, the foundation. That builds the foundation of your soul if you seek God first. And let him add the other things to you because if your soul is not strong and stable where it should be, when you get the other things, it's going to blow you all over the place. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And he said, I will add the other things to you. Now, for I can use myself, for example, I've been seeking the Lord and the king and his kingdom, amen, for a pretty good while for some things. I've seen God add some things and I've seen some things that still need to be added. So what's what do a, a wise person do? Well, Lord, I, you ain't you ain't add these things. So I think I'm gonna just go do it myself. I'm not gonna wait on you no longer. That's an unwise person. You know, I'm thinking like you. If you're true to your you were true to your words, you did this, you did that. You know better than me. You know, in other words, a lot of time when God, Amen. Sometimes a delay is not a denial. It's, it's like God is just getting you ready for those things that you desire and you want because He knows that you got to be built for Him. Because if you if you're not built for them, they're going to subdue you and mess you up. Get you off track. I've come too far to be off track. I've come too far in my life to, to mess up and slip up on a banana peel. I tell the Lord that all the time. Whether I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to be deceived by nothing. Or nothing. I, my mind is set a flint. I'm, I'm, I'm old, the older you are, the wiser you should become. I don't care what they're doing over there. I don't care what they look like over there, what they're doing over there. I, I, my focus is upon the Lord. I've come too far over here to mess up. I have invested. This is the way you got to look at it. You, like if you worked on a job or somewhere, you've been on this job, you, you know, you're making it good while you're on this job. You're not trying to let somebody get you fired. You're not trying to do dumb stuff. Because you got, you got uh, bills to pay. You got a house to take care of. You got different things. You, you, you're not going out like that. So that's the same way when you serve the Lord. It's like I got so much invested over here. 
And, and, this, and after a while, you begin to, that's a lifestyle for you. You begin to depend on the Lord, and you begin to just, you know, uh, you, know you, you won't know what to do. Like what uh, the disciples, uh, Jesus told the disciples, you know, where you, and disciples say, where are we going to go? When Jesus was crucified, it's like, you know, we go back to fish. We go back to doing what we're doing. Then the, somebody say, well, where are we going to go for? Thou has the words of eternal life. They have learned to live with the master, be with him. Uh, the, the, he was a great blessing, helped them. They would went off the other way. Their soul would have been lost because we need the Lord. Amen. How many know you need the Lord? Let me see your hands. You need the Lord so very bad. Sometimes I tell the Lord, I say, Lord, I need you so bad. Even somebody say, well, you been walking with him? You talk to him like that? Yes, I do. Because the more you walk with the Lord, the longer you walk with God, the older you get, you're going to find out how much more even you need him even the more. You know, when you're young, you might think, oh, I, I serve if I feel like it. I want that. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I ain't never had a man like that. But I'm telling you, the older you get, the more your dependency is going to be on the Lord. Amen. It's something you, you, your steps get slower. Your mind thinking might get a little slower. You got nobody gonna want to put up with you and all that. You are gonna have to need his help. <laughs> Amen. You don't need his help. Sometimes you have to like, whoa, Lord, thank God, ain't nobody around me and putting up with me. Amen. There's just some things you got to know about yourself. Some people like, oh, you know, some people just hard, evil, and hard to get along with. They don't care who they put that stuff out on to. But when you really care about people, you're not trying to offend people. You're trying to, you don't want that. You know, you got some issues and stuff. Lord, help me out. I'm glad nobody had to be around me to see that. Amen. And it's like, Lord, help me. Help me to be a nice person. Help me, Lord. You know, I, you know, not saying that I'm, I'm not a nice person. I am. I'm, I think I'm pretty nice, pretty decent, and everything. But sometimes when you talk to you, you talk to these people trying to get your business taken care of. Sometimes they, you can find out how nice you really are. Because they can be irritating. Or you be driving out on the streets. You've been sit there and call somebody out their name. You might not cuss them out. But you were like, oh, wow. He's like, one time I was like, oh, you got the biggest head. <laughs> so I get to tell myself all the time, I'm being real. I said, Lord, help, forgive me. Help me, Lord. You, you just stuck a big old head out there in front of me like that. That caused me to have a wreck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm glad cussing ain't in me because he's been cussing upside down. Thank God that's in me. I've been run to the altar. I said, Lord, I repent. Oh, I need to be saved. <laughs> save you from save you from yourself. And this time and day and hour, people they got guns and stuff. They they lose. They have they ain't, they ain't got no. They even shoot people and everything else. And we in we in perilous times. We need the Lord. Ain't no time to be foolish and and walk and get yourself messed up and get our God's will. Did, who did uh, I'm looking? I said, Lord, I don't know the little child what uh, missing today or something. Six years old. Mother don't know what the child is. I said, Oh God. Uh, it, it, Sometimes you hear stuff that touch your heart. And then some of these kids, you know, they hard head. They do what they want to do. They won't, and their parents, sometimes and these parents, they don't watch over these kids. They just let they just grow up, raise themselves. It's, just, it's sad. I said, Lord, I pray nobody did that to the child. I pray to bring it back home. So it's, it's, I tell you, we're living in some perilous times. Stuff, that, stuff like that, especially if you have somebody in your family who's one of your children, something you make you about have a heart attack. That's pressure. 
been saving, saving the Lord to keep depression, keep all that stuff off. Amen. You know, sometimes I, I don't hear from, you know, of, I hear my family members here and there, but I don't hear from a lot of people on the regular. But when I, when you do hear from, you be like, Lord, that's probably why you didn't let me hear. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Better not know too much. Amen. Keep yourself. Keep your mind. Keep your heart and spirit. Keep keep peace. Amen. We thank the Lord. Amen. Thank the Lord. Amen for, amen the uh, prescription. God prescription. Amen for deliverance. Amen. And we want to keep on time. You know, you got to keep on being delivered. You get delivered from this, then some there. There's something else. See, it's, it's always work on on us. God constantly working on us. It ain't about the next person. You got so much work need to be done on you. I got so much work done on you to focus on getting. Let God work on you. Let God work on you. Amen. And when He's working on you, He's gonna bring you to those places. How I many know the will of God is not that we come to sit and warm seat. It's to find out where where are you supposed to be doing. What God have you to do? What kind of what He have you doing? And even in this in the wild in the ministry and God's work, if He called you to be a doorkeeper, whatever He called you, need to find out what you're supposed to be doing because if you don't for be fulfilling something, then you're gonna be empty. You're going to be empty. When you first get saved, you, know, you get saved, and you know, we kind of learn different things. But after a while, it's time to be, you can't really do things for God unless you develop, too. You got to be developing, grow, grow into different things. If God wants you to be a soul winner, or whatever, whatever you have you to do, you got to do it steadily. Amen. We thank the Lord. How I many appreciate the word of God tonight? We ain't going to let no, no questions tonight. Amen. I believe we just said enough. Amen. Amen. Let's thank the Lord. Lord, we thank you. And we praise you, Lord. We pray God that not one.